happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets. Class 3 Milk recorded slight gains this week following that holiday break last week with dry waist strength leading the charge. Class 4 remains elevated as well given the strong pricing on non-fat dry milk as well as butter. And then looking overseas, dairy derivatives have officially moved from the New Zealand exchange over to the Singapore exchange. As a result, we saw whole milk powder values bid higher with contracts from December 2021 all the way through August of 2022, finding support above that $4,000 per metric ton level. Pretty impressive. Skim milk powder markets have also traded to the upside on the Singapore exchange, while fat markets are mixed, but still pointing towards support uh, into next week's global dairy trade auction, particularly on the C2 contracts next Tuesday. And then over in Europe, European energy exchange indices also moved primarily to the upside. The reason for that is the market has received confirmation of a negative milk production print from Europe during September, as well as from the U.S. and New Zealand in their respective October data releases, which is continuing to underpin global dairy markets. We are patiently awaiting the U.S. October Dairy Products Production Report at 2 p.m. this Friday afternoon. Any expectations heading into that, Lucas? And then we'll jump into the rest of the world. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't postpone this podcast recording to give you that up-to-date analysis, but we will be sure to cover it next week when we have this dairy product and dry stocks data and also U.S. exports that come out on Tuesday. Yeah, I think um, expectations overall are for kind of a continuation of most trends on a lot of these products. I do think cheese will be higher, of course, versus prior year due to both expanded production capacity and also the fact that milk has not yet come off as much in key Midwestern states like Wisconsin or Minnesota, uh, like it has in other regions. So that'll keep cheese production largely supported. I think that there is some sort of trend that milk might be pushed into some non-cheddar styles, but it's likely that cheddar will be above prior year levels. Butter and non-fat dry milk, I think, will struggle yet again due to weaker output in uh, key regions of the country, particularly the West, including California. We could see uh, output weaker versus prior year in both of those products. Uh, Non-fat dry milk stocks probably seeing a pretty healthy decline as demand has been mostly firm, but will probably stay pretty aligned versus prior year levels there. And then across the way complex, probably no changes there. We've seen pretty consistent trends over the past four to six months, at least with struggling output, at least in most of those different protein levels has kept the dry way complex well supported in recent weeks, especially uh, apparent as we look to uh, those prices across all of the way products there. Yeah, and otherwise, this week was mostly filled with international analysis with European trade data finally out, as well as the milk production figures that we mentioned earlier, followed by New Zealand's trade data release for October as well. Yeah, we waited around long enough for a lot of that European data, that's for sure. We're talking about September data all the way in December, unfortunately, but we finally did get it released uh, with both milk production and exports out over the past few days. EU milk production, as you mentioned, Alyssa, confirming that negative print into September. The month was down 0.6% from prior year. That's following August's slight gain, but really on trend with expectations. Milk losses primarily from Germany, the Netherlands, and France. 
all key countries there that really drove the declines, even um, following strong increases in volume from both Italy and Ireland. And on New Zealand, the October milk solids production figure was also released, and we saw a loss of 3.1% from prior year. And then as we continue to speak to farmers and contacts in the region, they continue to report unpredictable pasture growth throughout November and into the beginning of December and are increasingly concerned about input costs. Given that trade data was also updated through October this past week, We are seeing uh, so far this season, which starts in June, a combination of lower butter and anhydrous milk fat shipments, and that's been paired with higher whole milk powder and cheese exports, highlighting processing priorities as New Zealand strives to meet demand needs while milk production falters so far this season. You should head to our dashboard to read the entire report for more analysis, of course, of both Europe and New Zealand. Looking into next week, I already mentioned that U.S. exports will be out on Tuesday. Also on Tuesday, shaping up for a busy day, the market is highly anticipating a GDT auction as we come off of a three-week break. Given the mentioned strength on the Singapore exchange, we are likely in for another supportive auction across most of those key commodities. As a result, we got news yesterday, Thursday, that Fonterra did lift their Farmgate milk price forecast yet again. Absolutely, Lucas. Certainly the bullish milk supply situation on a global scale is front and center heading into next week. That does it for today. We always enjoy coming on here to chat markets with you and we look forward to getting you caught up next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Um, um.